0: 24 hours after perhaps the greatest female professional sporting achievement in this country's history, that's right, we're talking about Deshaun Watson. Welcome to And The Kick Is Good. Tucker, it will be the longest in NFL history if it's good. A 66-yard try. Tucker's kick is on the way. It is good! It's crossbar and it tumbles through. It is good! Time has expired. Justin Tucker... Hello and welcome to episode number 98 of the And The Kick Is Good podcast. My name's Tom, I'm your host and I'm joined by... Just Brad this week. Say hello, Brad. Hi, I'm Just Brad. You're Just Brad indeed. Brad's TM as the... (laughs) early-to-die nickname didn't last. Um, How are you good, sir?
1: I am good, thank you. Uh, Except for everything going on in the NFL, I'm having a lovely week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good, because it's not like the NFL takes up a large portion of our lives or anything. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, How about yourself?
0: The the, the, the off
1: chance I get to actually ask you how you're doing without... (laughs) impending cacti talk
0: yes yeah not not too bad um you always laugh at me or or poke fun at me for bringing up the child whenever you ask me this question um but he has stopped he's finished nursery for the summer so it is me and he all day every day and that poor fucker doesn't know what he's in for he's gonna be the only two and a half year old to go back to nursery knowing the difference between a cover two and a cover three defense
1: (laughs) as if he has any real understanding of that. Just goes, As if I have makes... any real
0: understanding of what that is <laughs> <laughs> but That was the direction I was expecting you to take that. Anyway, short of any cactus or prickly foliage, I will lead us into the news. Read all about it. Latest football card. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. And there is, unfortunately, only one place to start, and that is for now at least... The um, punishment for Deshaun Watson has been handed down. Um, It has been decreed that Deshaun Watson will serve a six-game suspension with no additional fine other than losing his game checks for those six weeks. Uh, Brad, we have been, let's say, passionate on this podcast about our views and opinions on this, um, of which I think we can safely say we are in the majority. However... I'm going to wind you up and let you go and you can take this in any direction you wish like <laughs> to because there are a lot of splintering paths. Um, this is sort of a, a choose your own adventure Bible edition. Um, yes, Go ahead.
1: So, to, to give a little bit more context, the, the, the parties involved in the disciplinary hearing for Deshaun Watson have been informed by Judge Sue Robinson that Watson should be suspended for six games. That's her recommendation and the course of action that she believes is consistent with the previous precedent set by the nfl and also that under the um the uh what's it called the the policy that in which personal conduct policy personal conduct policy
0: taking a swing of my coffee i didn't expect (laughs) you to ask me a question so soon
1: pcp is not usually what i refer to with the nfl um (laughs) so yeah, so six games is the recommendation uh, and what she's decreed. And the NFLPA have said, do we agree with that. Uh, and the Browns have said, we agree with that. And, and, and increase, well, don't want it to, you know, like, we, we respect the findings of Sue Robinson uh, and what she's found. Which, I mean, again, this is the way where it can splinter into a million parts over exactly <laughs> what she has found and what she's decreed and what she's determined. Deshaun Watson to be liable for and the specific wording that's in there. Including... I'm going to jump in,
0: just uh, just quickly, go. and say that the the NFLPA have released a statement on behalf of Deshaun Watson, I believe, saying that they are actually not happy with this punishment and they believe it should be um, should be zero games. However, that's what? bullshit. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. That that's them. You know, doing as much as they can on behalf of their clients and suggesting, because they said it should be zero games all along. So they have to say this because if they go, well, six games, we'll take it, you know, and and don't release, if they don't release a statement full stop, that is not a good look for Deshaun Watson, who is the person they are trying (laughs) to defend. So last week I was
1: what I determined to be Sam Pellegrino Marxism. I'm flipping the complete other script. You fucking union bust the <laughs> PA for this bullshit. For that, that bullshit? Because the whole point of the finding of Sue Robinson's thing was that, yes, she believes that he is guilty and that there is substantial proof that he committed assault against the four women uh, in the four cases that were put forward to it as well because she's not had to go
0: through all 30 Uh, Shall I put forward some quotes from Pro Football Talk, uh, Mike Florio? Well, we'll just say
1: that's the in order to the point for the NFLPA she has decreed that there are specific quotes around it, including the one which was uh, I find that the NFL has produced sufficient circumstantial evidence to prove that the last prong of the test that Still Watson knew such such sexualized contact was unwanted, which is legally, is for, yeah, he's guilty by all evidence that we have. I would believe that he was guilty and charge yeah. him that way. I, again, so, just, just, to, that, just to add on, but to that point, to, to the PA, sorry, to the PA, <laughs> you can't if you have been someone has been decreed as being found guilty, you cannot then appeal for zero games because <laughs> if he's innocent, zero games. Yeah. That's understood. Right. And I would have to respect that what it is, but he's clearly by the wording of the document not been found, been found guilty of this and violating the conduct policy. So why they are appealing for zero games boggles my mind. But please, yeah, throw it to Florida. Well,
0: they're not appealing for Zero Games. They, they simply oh, stated that they Zero Games. should be Zero Games, yeah. Um, so one of the things, um, Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk on his Twitter account put out a fairly well-worded 13-part Twitter thread sort of condensing and quoting some of the findings. Now... It would be great if everyone that was vested in this would go back and read the entire document. However, I appreciate everyone has lives. I haven't done that. I don't know if you have yet, Brad, but Not asking had a everyone to, to do yeah. that. You know, so, so obviously, condensing stuff is dangerous in terms of taking things out of context, etc. However, I don't believe the bits that I will quote here and throughout this... Um, podcast are really out of context anyway the first bit is judge robinson found that deshaun watson a intended to cause contact with his penis b did so for a sexual purpose and c knew such contact was unwanted that is as far as it needs to go in my book and um english criminal law right to take this way out of kind of the sphere that it's currently in the the very foundation of English criminal law is that the the law has to be certain. You cannot break a law that you do not understand, that you do not know of. Um, And that is, to me, where this whole thing crumbles because it has been looked at with too much of a legal microscope where Sue Robinson, uh, Judge Robinson, I suppose we should say... um, has, has gone with her legal hat on and gone, there is nothing in the personal conduct policy for this drastic and wide scale of sexual misconduct. Like, it just doesn't exist. And so, for that reasoning, I can only fall back on what there is currently, and I can't make a scapegoat, even though there probably should have been one made, of this one individual. Where that falls down is that you have a thing in English law called legal precedent which is if a judge can uh, make a ruling and this is like back of a napkin kind of explanation but you can future cases can then lean on the 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 wording and the ruling from a judge as kind of a point of emphasis in a case and so although judges cannot make their own laws they can effectively adapt laws in the future depending on how it's um sort of Mm. Uh, construed and adapted in future cases, right? And that felt, or that feels like, what should happen here? You know, it, well, it, it feels like she should, she should have taken this and gone. Well, I have six games for Zeke, and I have six games for Ben Rofflesberger, But this is so much more wide scale than what those other two people did. And I am by no means attempting to defend the actions of Ezekiel Elliott and Ben Roethlisberger, right? But th- in Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott's something... case, I will
1: say he was eventually cleared because the 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 accuser said that they were lying. So, but there's also the case of him
0: one. grabbing grabbing the woman's breast. Oh yeah, breast sorry, stuff, yeah. Right? I, I, so, but but this is something that was obviously like so obviously planned and created and just occurred over and over again with different individuals and different human beings that you, you cannot go off the same basis of of other people and gone well it's it's similar in terms of the conduct not necessarily the number of times it happened yeah but therefore this is it and and i guess
1: That's the to add on to that as well one of the other key things as to why it's being viewed under those previous precedents are not as unprecedented or in other lines of is because Judge Robinson was the same one to determine that these were non-violent sexual acts, which means to fall back on precedent, the maximum that's been handed out for that has been six games. Everything above that has been for domestic abuse or domestic violence or there's been violence involved in in these sorts of specific cases and one thing to point out uh, because some people jump to the Calvin Ridley case and I know you point this out is Calvin Ridley violated the collective bargaining agreement not the PCP yeah. so that's where those and, two and splinter like out it as or well not,
0: as we've said all along the league cares about the integrity of the on field product above anything else that goes on that's why doping is dealt with how it is. DeAndre Hopkins, for example, um, mm. has a six-game suspension for having a trace amount of a performance-enhancing substance. Wasn't um, he dealing with someone
1: test. called dope, though? Or dose?
0: <laughs> like, but but regardless, <laughs> right? Like, th- th- That's why these have got the punishments that they have, is because the minute you start questioning what is on the field, like with the steroid era in baseball, y- you kind of... You you have to cut that segment out of the history books. You you, mm. you you lose the integrity for that length of time for however you know long. I mean the steroid.
1: Well, steroids. you already know it, my feelings about the steroid usage, but yes. besides yeah. Besides the yeah, point, but, though, but what
0: I'm saying but, is like that, yeah. That's also why the 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 collective bargaining agreement is so heavy handed. Is because, and and I think this goes on to what we want to talk about is. The the only reason that the league will appeal this is if the public outcry is is loud enough.
1: Yeah, and, and we, have, we have said that all
0: along, right? Is that the league doesn't actually care about punishing Deshaun Watson; it cares about being seen to punish Deshaun Watson to the minimum amount that the most people are happy.
1: If you were a lawyer, you will in college right now, university, you will probably be worth of having a look at how this is written because this whole report overall, the the general feeling is this is written in the utmost strictest legalese anyone has ever heard. Uh, It's written like it's, you know, the the, the thesaurus was next to her the entire time, which is totally fine. But the layman's understanding of it is this is what I could do and make sense of this situation. So you can be angry at me, but really... The NFL are the ones that need to update their policy. so it, it, And it's sort of in this, this weird position of the NFL can go back to George Robinson's uh, statement and, or her decision and say, we respect that decision as it is. We will make amendments to the PCP afterwards and do all that. The NFL could just say, we, we respect her opinion and we're going to run with a six-game six uh, six suspension. The NFL could also say, fuck it, we're going to do what we want, um, but that's also because influenced by Robinson's words that we actually should do this and make this the new precedent, right? But the multiple things are there is that Robinson overall comes out of it, you, you're layman and you see it all over Twitter, everyone's reading it going, then why the fuck is this only six games? When you break it down, you understand why it's six games, but it's still passing the buck. And it's not yeah. getting these women when... and it's not getting the fans of the game and it's not getting anyone an actual answer as to who needs to make the decision. We're back to kind of where we expected to be at the beginning <laughs> and where it could have all yeah. stopped, which is Goodell steps in and puts him on the exempt list. It was, was, an, was an example of last year, what could have happened. Goodell now has to come in or someone that he appoints to, to be in his stead uh, It has in, to be him. Place.
0: it it cannot be someone like you cannot have another pass the buck situation here well when when Judge Robinson was appointed I was and I think I may have even openly vocalised it on this podcast worried that she was going to be too strictly legal and I know that sounds fucking ridiculous but once you looked at it and they started comparing owners kind of actions and how they hadn't been punished etc i was like yeah this this doesn't bode well for those of us that think you should get a year plus immediately because once you look at it from a legal um you know as if it is a legal case then then there are a lot of holes there and i think one of my like final overarching points on this right is yes okay it's not in the personal conduct policy to get to to not get erect and rub your willy on unconsenting females right i i highly doubt that's written in there right but if if you're 12 years old in in this country and you murder someone you are criminally liable for that murder even if you were to say well i didn't understand the the law of murder no but you still know at 12 years old it is wrong to take someone's life right and by your mid 20s generally you know considered if um how to put this let's say you you do not have any additional support needs yeah you you should know that you do not you know you do not strike or, or caress or intimidate another human being who has not consented with your genitalia. It's not fucking rocket science right You don't you don't do it once and and if you do think that's okay, you then don't go to multiple other masseuses to do it again like that's that's not how that works that, that there is no part of me that thinks that Sean Watson is that stupid. And so that's where the, the precedent thing falls down to me because it's like this person is a human and therefore he should treat other people like humans, and if he doesn't, then he should be punished uh, to the to the level of you know, what he is as a human. And I know that's that sounds really wordy and wishy washy, but that's me at the end of the day going, just don't put your willy on people that don't want it.
1: Yeah. And And
0: unfortunately, they can't say that just like that. But it's it's, like it is that black and white.
1: Yeah, and I think to to go back to the point of it has to be Goodell. The only counterpoint to that is if Goodell, because we know this is his last contract, right? So, and he's he's got another uh, two seasons worth after this, but he could hand it down to someone to deal out a punishment and. Basically, set precedent that they're the next commissioner would be the, the uh, sort of okay. the, the executive lead. That's the only way that I can see it, and I can't remember the uh, woman's name that does that did some of the draft picks in his absence at some point uh, during the draft. But there are several female executives that have been. You know, people have been put into that kind of conversation. Uh, another one of the big names is Troy Vincent. Um, I think is it Dawn Aponte? Um, I i have to be honest, Tracy I have no Par- idea the names that you're talking about. Or Tracy say. Palmer, but like yeah, the, these are the, these are two of like those are a few of the names that it could it could hand down to someone on the football upside or on the. Um, on the player upside, there that's responsible for this. That's the only other way that I can see it not being Goodell, and that's the essentially thing... to pass it, to, not to pass the buck, but to set the to almost set the precedent that that's the future of of yeah. the NFL commissioner.
0: But the the other thing I come back to is that Goodell is generally seen as the owner pleaser, right? That's that's how he's kept in for so long. Is because all the owners love him. He goes to bat for the owners, etc. yeah, and um, however, it's going to depend what's more valuable. There's there's only well, there's only one owner that gets fucked off by Deshaun Watson missing it an entire season, Mm and that's and that's, and even then, can he really be that fucked off considering that he designed an
1: entire contract pretty much written by his agent. To account for him and expected this in some capacity. They didn't. No. They didn't
0: sign Deshaun Watson to win like this season or nothing, right? They signed Deshaun Watson for the mm. next decade, and and that's that's obvious, right? Everybody knows that. And so, if you miss out on one year from that because he's a fucking horrendous human being, like I I think you have to take that on the chin, and I and I don't think anything less than a year really satisfies any other team because i think i think okay sure 31 other owners in terms of the texans if they were told there was very little public discourse and he might get a four game suspension they'd have been in for deshaun watson as well but the reason teams like the steelers who were were publicly not interested or not publicly interested Mm. perhaps that's the way i should put it the reason they weren't is because they feared the public backlash, right? That's the only reason they weren't. It wasn't that they didn't like the player or they didn't want to give them the money. It was uh, literally that. And that's and the so- case.
1: Do you do you put future NFL fans and a what was it? Growing large, but still maybe a, a growing female demographic. Do you put and, and any disgruntled fans already? Do you put those people and that revenue above? The benefit of having jimmy haslam in your pocket for whatever for the next two years uh,
0: i'm like, and, and, the, and, and the most like, cynical like individual Dickens. in existence right but i think even this like the this to them has to be bigger than just money as well like yeah. i appreciate they, they they probably make a decent out of the whole, you know, push for female, whatever, in in this and that, right? But they have generally been trying to be more inclusive as an entity over the last five to six years, right? And a lot of that is because getting more female fans into the game means more sales, right? Well, yeah, but it like... is, but, but but I think it is also about generally just trying to be more inclusive, and I think I think there is a, an an intention there that is good and and maybe i'm being naive there but I'm, I'm not discounting the dollar at the end of the day i'm really not doing that but i think there is a thing there that goes no women should have just as much chance of becoming something in the nfl be it staffer executive whatever as as a man and it's going to take a very fucking long time to get there but they should still have a chance and and i've got two more things i want to say on this yeah. um one's a quote and one is just Stop saying the Browns didn't alter the contract of Deshaun Watson to save him money with an upcoming suspension. Okay? His base salary is the minimum. They've done that with a lot of other veterans. Whatever. Okay? Maybe that's the way they wanted it. Maybe that was just a happy coincidence with Andrew Berry's um, structure. Right? What the Browns also did, that to my knowledge they have not done in any other veteran contract, is remove the wording that auto voids signing bonus money for the portion of the time that you are suspended for a personal conduct policy breach. To dumb that down, in every other contract known to fucking man, if you break the personal conduct policy and you are suspended for an amount of games, you sacrifice that amount of money off your signing bonus and your playing salary they didn't or they it's not that they didn't put that into watson's contract they actively removed it which saves watson just over 3 million dollars this year they have not done that for any other player on their roster they knew the suspension was coming they like you can that cannot be argued the base salary thing if you really want to argue it maybe it is maybe it isn't i don't think we'll ever truly know however you cannot argue it cannot be argued that they they f- they physically changed and actively changed the contract to save him money in the case of a suspension. And that is full stop, nada, end of, like, bullshit.
1: <laughs> yep. They're, yeah, they're, they, they 100% manipulated this contract to be in his favor, knowing that this situation could happen
0: would happen it bugs me the amount of tweets i'm seeing from brown's fans going oh you just don't understand that's how he does contracts i'm like no no you don't understand that there's another thing that they've done you've gone one layer deep and seen someone else defend the point like this and then gone oh no it's cool because i actually understand how contracts work no no there is another bit to this it's like like,
1: someone who's only interested in trifle for cream it's like you're missing (laughs) out on strawberries custard and sponge fingers down the bottom get to the fucking you know get into it it's
0: and a layer of potatoes sautéed with peas and mint <laughs>
1: Sur- I've been watching Friends recently, so that, that,
0: that reference goes, actually goes over quite timely. Um, uh, anyway, the, the, the quote as well, and I, and I will leave yeah. it with this, is I believe his name is pronounced Mike DeCourcy. It might be Mike DeCourcy. He writes for the Sporting News, and the quote is, Now that we've seen the documents uh, regarding Sue L. Robinson's six-game NFL suspension versus Sean Watson, her decision was more breathtakingly horrid than imagined. Some people are bad at their job, this was like going 0-17 as a head coach. And we have talked through the legalese as to why it may have had to be six games, but I still think that quote is pretty apt.
1: Yeah, from my side, because there's still so much more I can say about this, is overall, like... Just certain things, like as you said, pattern of conduct is more egregious than ever reviewed by the NFL, is the whole thing. The fact that Judge Robinson said everything's unprecedented, but we need to stick to precedent where we have it, while also banning Watson from using any massage therapist that is not employed by the Cleveland Browns, is a you know, that's something that's never been set before. So, yeah, actually you know set the precedent on that side there was other things such as Watson's side indicated he was willing to offer a suspension in the range of six to eight games the NFL uh the best the NFL was willing to do was apparently 12 games and a significant fine probably because they realized what the Cleveland Browns were doing so it just goes back to my point of the way this is worded the way that this has been set out the way that it's been delivered has purely been Judge Robinson going effectively, I found him guilty, but as for punishment, not my fucking problem. I'll let you deal with that. And there's recourse for Goodell to do all this stuff that he needs to do. And we've just, you know, we've gone over why he may or may not do it. But it is ridiculous that after all this time, we are still waiting for Roger Goodell to just step in and make a decision. And before anyone says it as well, no. Deshaun Watson not wanting to play for the Houston Texans does not count <laughs> as games served towards any uh, suspension or any fine or anything. He got paid a lot of money to not play football last year amidst all of this. And it's fucking insane that anyone would try to say, well, he's already missed a season of his career because of it. He chose to sat out. And he knew all of this stuff as well. And and, and one thing I don't think we, I don't know if we touched on it as well is she found him guilty of these of all this. Um, you know, she rejected uh, categorically uh, rejected all of his denials of wrongdoing. And yet he Certainly has lied settled, under oath, etc. Yeah, yeah, lied under oath. He settled as many cases as he can, and has continued to deny that he's ever done anything, despite now being found guilty. Despite in recent weeks settling with 2829 of the cases and there's still one left like yeah that's that's he, the thing found that's he's paid forward. the money he's still fucking denying it that's not yeah. anyone who actually you know feels regretful for what he did and the th- i think the thing that frustrates me one of the things that frustrates me the most especially in in the document um, from from what i've seen uh, pulled out of it is she credits his upstanding character in in his community prior to this right there is a point in which like it's so ridiculous to me that because all these complaints came out at once that is a de- that is a, a defense that they can have for serving a small for a smaller uh suspension oh he had upstanding character if he's gone through hundreds of massage therapists and has yeah, cases like against years. him, yeah. Yeah. no, he doesn't. have it. Oh, he's done some charity work. That's basically, you know, like, it, it, it's so insane to me that that's still a defense. Like, you say, oh, well, before this all happened, we had no idea. He's been at it for years. Years. And you've gone, oh, well, he had a good, upstanding reputation. That should, shouldn't matter anymore. He's been at it for years, and you know he's been at it for years. You, you, you explicitly state he's been at it for years. And you still use that as a defence. It's it's ridiculous. But the whole thing is, yeah, as I said, it's now been basically wrapped up in a bow, delivered to Godell, and said, you can do whatever you want with it. I've put it in a position where, you know, the the, the floor is yours, and you don't have to dance if you don't want to. But everyone around you would like you to get onto the dance floor and fucking serve Deshaun Watson some sort of lengthy suspension it's I we in a couple of days we will find out uh, there are up to three days we will find out what's to happen and I think the only thing we can hope of is that in the next 48 hours the heat stays on the NFL because they'll they'll monitor the situation they're not going to announce anything today Wait twenty four hours. Wait thirty six hours. Wait forty eight hours. If the heat's still there, then you need to do something. But for right now, they don't have to do anything. So don't don't let up on the NFL at all to act. It's in, it's it's yeah, it's bullshit.
0: Brad, we've done half an hour on Deshaun Watson and the ruling, which I actually think is less than I would have guessed. Um, would you like to go on to something slightly more positive, such as shitting on the 49ers? Yes, please. Okay. It's
1: a time on um, a tradition on the podcast.
0: Exactly, especially when Colm's not here The 49ers unfortunately lost defensive lineman Maurice Hurst for the year He tore his bicep Um, This comes hot off the tails of releasing uh, defensive lineman or edge rusher D Ford earlier in the week I don't think we covered him last week No Um, But I've chucked him in with this because uh, Maurice Hurst played two games for the Niners last year Weeks 4 and Weeks 5 um, and before that played three years for the Raiders. So he basically has had two years out of football now in terms of injuries, etc. cetera, um, which, which again, is low for
1: a 49er. <laughs> um,
0: but I, I wanted to talk more about D Ford, who is now like almost 32. He'll be turned 32 in the season. He's cannot stay healthy. He's most famous for being offside in the Super Bowl. Um, For the Chiefs, and by cutting him this year, the Niners only saved 1.7 million against the cap and cost themselves 8.1 million dollars against the cap next year. That gives you an idea of just how much they didn't want to have to deal with D Ford and his constant on again, off again fitness. And to make matters worse, in March this year. This would have been basically as the new league year started. They converted $4.6 million of his roster bonus and $1.28 million of this year's salary into a signing bonus, clearing five mil but making it all guaranteed. So that's where a large chunk of that $8.1 million next year comes from. And this isn't... Like, I'm not going to kill them for this, right? But this is one of those small moves that adds up when you factor in, you know, if they have to, like, cut an expensive um, guy that they extended a couple of years ago or something, right? That those little eight million dollar dead cap hits, they they line up pretty quick, um, and and before you know it, you're in a sort of giants cap situation where you have almost no good players <laughs> and also almost no cap space.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's about right, uh, especially <laughs> for for giants fans. <laughs> Yeah, uh I mean it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with D Ford. I think at this point he's probably on a long break. Or, you know, like he's not there until someone needs a vet,
0: sort of. Yeah, thing. He, so you you might you might kick the tires on him, right? He wasn't cut with an injury designation or whatever, so he must be fit. Um whatever that means for D Ford. But I think he's one of those that you... Because he's an edge rusher, right? So you're not going to get him for vet minimum. He's been productive in the league, even that, right? So he's going to cost you anywhere between two to four to six mil, just bog standard. And with his injury history, I don't think you want him on the roster week one so that so that salary guarantees then. You'd much rather bring him in literally that first week and go, cool. You know, we'll look to sign you to the practice squad or we'll look to do this and then elevate you in a couple of weeks when we know you've got our system down. I think that makes so much sense. Um, for, and, and teams always need more edge help, right? <laughs> Normally because they sign guys like D4 and they get injured, but... What what team doesn't need more edge help right what now? A, maybe like maybe the Chargers, but then they have Mac and Bosa, both of whom can't really stay home for the moment. So, I
1: mean, we've yeah. got Tibbs and Aguilar. We're set. We're fine. We're flying. We're <laughs> living a dream. Um, speaking In of teams that need, gone. uh, well, yeah, speaking of draft loves and teams that may need, uh, help, I am going to skip forward a little bit. <laughs> uh, we'll oh, come so you're not just going to go to the other
0: season no 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 we'll
1: we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that in a second well and the other 49er we've got again this this week's is a a potential splinter into (laughs) many areas uh depending on which one you want to follow but just quickly uh because you mentioned defensive ends uh my love and somehow slipped out the first round david ajabo are currently drafted by the baltimore ravens is holding out of his uh, on his contract I believe it's over the third year guarantees if I remember correctly Ojabo is injured and is expected to miss a large portion of the season if not play at all but if he holds out he will go back into the draft pool next year so just want to watch we could see one of those rare times someone says you know what I'm going to go better on myself next year and Ojabo was getting really good towards the end of his college career and I really like him so if he can put stuff down next year on his you know at some workouts and some I don't know if he'll be able to do any of the pro days or anything like that stuff but if he if he's allowed to and able to and and shows what you know like 90% of what he did before I think he's a first rounder and I I respect that decision to bet on himself so but we'll see how that one plays out just a small little Narrative to play out. Yeah, I mean the that, that would year.
0: be that would be one of the biggest like sort of draft parallel stories since what Manning and Rivers. A guy yeah. comes into the league, is drafted, holds out, and then goes back into Like that would be. I, I literally can't think of a time that that's happened. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a historian, but
1: yeah, in our times, in our time watching it, I'm fairly sure I don't know of anyone at least that high up the draft because he was a mid second rounder who has just elected to basically go back and be redrafted next year. That may remove some teams some teams may remove from their board from that but I think someone will get a steal if Ajabo's there next year back in the draft. Shall we oh, go yeah.
0: back yeah. to the back to the original Yeah, there? yeah,
1: yeah, back to well more injuries, uh season editing yeah. injuries. Here we go. So about
0: finding um, the legs center <laughs> Ryan Jensen um, is likely done for the year with a knee injury I believe he's seeking a second opinion at the moment but this has been the case for a few days now and, and at that point you would imagine he is in fact done for the year Um Put all the lazy kind of stereotypes, all the sound bites about Brady needing a good center and not liking being pressured up the middle here, however, they are generally true um mm. this goes back to he also lost both of his guards um Alex Kappa retired, I believe, and um they lost another guard in free agency so. A whole new interior kind of three for him to deal with um, there is a sort of ready made replacement out there on free agency in JC Treader, um, I can only imagine that the reason they haven't signed him is that they're finding another sort of six or seven mil down the back of the sofa somewhere um, and waiting for the full kind of definite Ryan Jensen is out for the year confirmation
1: yeah they I think we'll see that soon but as you said, they just need to set up who they're bringing in to replace them. That's a huge loss for, for that line, and we'll see how they adapt. But yeah, just an, maybe one reason that and, you know, the the classic Chris Goodwin, Mike Evans, missing about three, four games a year uh, <laughs> via injury. You know, there's, there's just going to be some moment where Brady's going to be like, I could be sipping my ties and kissing my sons, and now I'm here getting well, destroyed by <laughs> well <laughs> while we're on line. the
0: bucks shall we mention that julio jones has signed um for them oh uh, yeah a six million dollar deal
1: so yeah um, add into the uh four or five games that chris goodwin and mike evans miss add in the 14 games that julio jones is gonna miss
0: <laughs> he feels like he is the widest range of outcomes of any wide receiver this season if he had 450 yards and three touchdowns I wouldn't be surprised if he finished with 1450 yards and 12 touchdowns I wouldn't be that surprised and yet, even though I didn't hit. see that from him last year he's, he's now playing with Brady
1: it's gonna hit the turn in the ninth round he's gonna still be there on the board you're looking at your fantasy team again they're eating Antonio Brown this year <laughs> Oh, Tommy Boy, it's gonna get one last ride, at Julio yeah. Jones.
0: Yeah, the, the trope that I always draft or always manage to acquire Julio Jones has one more chance. <laughs> one more. chance. All you, you need
1: is Antonio Brown to be like, declare that he's back uh, for the season, and like, get on some practice squad, and boom, there's your 16th yeah. round pick locked I'm, up. You're, I am you're getting the band kicker. ready together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing that. <laughs>
0: Nobody cares about my fantasy team. Um, Some wide receiver extensions. Uh, DK Metcalf has been extended. He has a three-year, $72 million contract with $58.2 million guaranteed. And Debo Samuel has just been extended. Uh, (laughs) Listen closely. For three years, $73.5 million overall and $58.1 million guaranteed. (laughs) Um, I will try not to go too long on these. They are similar and yet totally different types of deal Um, don't tell AJ Brown that (laughs) yes yeah Um, most of these wide receivers this offseason have been signed by the same agent that's Tory Dandy um, of CAA Sports he will have a huge chunk of money this offseason as I assume he has a percentage of whoever he signs however um, yes these are as I say similar and yet totally different Um, the DK Metcalf is much more about the rolling guarantees in that and we've talked about this quite recently um, this year the next year guarantees so at the start of 2023 2024 will guarantee etc there's not as much cap up front Um, sorry there is plenty of cash up front I'm talking bollocks Um, and that's largely due to the signing bonus and the option bonus and it's that two years of cash again Um, so two nice cap hit years, 8.8 and then 13.7 and then it goes up to 24.5 mil which still when you compare it to like Tyreek Hill is an absolutely fine number in two years time. Um, Debo Samuel it gets a little bit funky they've put a void year in because or else the cap hits would get pretty balmy. His cap hits are 6.6 mil, 9.1 mil and then in 2024 Debo Samuel carries a cap hit of 29 million dollars Which, if they are planning to use him how he fears they are planning to use him, (laughs) that is going to be one of the worst valued cap hits because his legs are going to have so many miles on them. It is going to be untrue. Um, They face a really interesting decision in that year um, because, again, in 2023, his 2024 base salary basically fully guarantees. So they are not going to be out of the to get out of the contract that year. So are they going to sit on $29 million or are they going to restructure it into the next two years and use the void year? Or after all of the tread that he's going to have on his tires for this year and next year, are they going to extend him into his like, 28, chance. 29, 30th years? No, you think they're, this is...
1: They're, they're Marco Murraying Debo Samuel. It's literally yeah, like, yeah. we're going to get everything we can out of you. And then someone else is gonna pay you for what they think you could be. But we know That's you're twenty nine
0: million dollars though, man. And the, I know the, I talk about to being add... able to kick the can down, right? But that is such a huge number for how much like work he's gonna get over the next two years.
1: Yeah, but the and, and this is the kicker on it, all right is that I'm not saying that he's going to be playing kicker, by the way, although we don't know. If you're paying a man $29 million and he's not your quarterback, he might also be playing kicker for you. Uh, but, but the kicker on all of it is that he has a in his new contract that would pay him an additional $1.95 million over the life of contract for rushing yards and rushing TDs. So all that extra work that's being applied is only worth around $2 million, which is <laughs> insane because the rest of it you put that all in context and you go you know what yeah that seems bear- everything else seems bearable right but I yeah there's, I don't he may sign it if- he may sign an extension if they eventually you know take more of it away and they
0: repurpose some of that money and move it around whatever but uh, if they that's if the plays worrying that thing out- though is there's nowhere to put it there's nowhere to put that 29 mil if they if they try so it's the reason it's 29 mil is because there's a 20. 20- basically 21 million dollar base salary for 2024 mm. um they you can only really get rid of off the top of my head you can get rid of about 13 mil of that maybe because it would be about seven mil per year so if you put t- yeah, how many void years year, can you
1: add <laughs> well, so you, you,
0: you, yeah like you could add four more right like to what there is already i think because you three more because you have you can only prorate a sign bonus over five years maximum so you could bring it all the way down but then you are adding three more voyages onto it which we've seen we see you know i mean the saints are a bad example of how it's gone well because they are managing to just about keep guys together but they are losing significant pieces to do it yeah but they're doing it with like edge rushers right and and the niners are doing it with a very good gadget guy, and that in terms of how you're building this roster, I uh, I don't know. He, look, he he could go on to break all sorts of crazy scrimmage yards. He could, you know, be third in the MVP voting or whatever, right? Yes, look... <laughs> Rico. So, you know, but and and he he obviously adds a massive amount in terms of speed to this offense, but. I just can't get away from that $29 million number Dude. and this is me who is, who is you can always <laughs> fit guys under the cap, right? But that is just such a huge number that right now there's just nowhere to move it unless you extend him and as you've said, it just doesn't seem likely after at that point would be two seasons and going into the third one do you really want to extend him for that unless they are just gonna play him as a wide receiver? which I, I know
1: I think the funniest thing for me is no one on the 49ers has looked over at the Carolina Panthers and gone huh a dual threat <laughs> gadget player that can do everything but only sees the field six games a year because wear and tear is broken down his body I know let's give him more money Like it's it's where the precedent is right Like the precedent is they cannot handle that much load so unless they plan to use him differently it's gonna be a great few years to own Debo Samuel fantasy football. But <laughs> he's he's yeah, if all and obviously we all hope that all goes well when he continues to perform at that high level and gets another contract and all that stuff is for But the the but as per George Robinson, the precedent is set and <laughs> unprecedented usage, we need to go back to the precedent that we do have and that's Christian McCaffrey is Demarco Murray and it never goes well. And those and those are the yeah, that's just what's going to happen, right? Like, it's, it's his knees are going to be dust by the time he's 29. And
0: I said I would try to go quick on those, and I hope no one believed me, because that was definitely <laughs> not ever going to happen. Um, Orlando Brown is planning to report to camp today, as we record, which is Monday evening, and play on the tag. That was reported by new NFL media insider, Robert <laughs> Griffin Third, who is trying to make this Twitter thing a thing. Um Basically tweeted out earlier, don't come for me, but what do you think about this um, uh, Watson suspension? Which is almost as interaction farming as PFT putting out the poll, do you agree with six games for his suspension, yes or no? Not, I think it's too much or too low, just do you agree with it, yes or no? And it's like, "Mm." surprisingly... That's Surprisingly, not... no got the most votes in that one.
1: That's not the most egregious content and farming and engagement farming that we've seen over the course of the Deshaun Watson case. <laughs> <laughs> <Zina coughs> Anderson. Um Anderson! Yeah, it's, it's been pretty bad overall. But the the source clearly here is Orlando Brown or Orlando Brown's agent, right? is <laughs> so yeah. just gone straight to RJ3 and been like, yeah, we'll give this one to you because we would prefer obviously it.
0: they played together. They played together at Baltimore.
1: Yeah, and so it, I think it's fine. Uh, according to RJ three as well, uh, Brown turned down a lot a final offer of six years, one hundred and forty four million contract with a thirty point two five million signing bonus, which is low by all accounts Um, and basically it's
0: essentially what DK Metcalf got I believe
1: it's the same situation as like (laughs) that he was in before where it's like no but but, we promised to give you all this money Orlando definitely we'll definitely have you on the roster earning that unprecedented uh, was it like 45 million dollar yearly salary we'll definitely have you on the roster for that point sure like, yeah, comparison, to DK Metcalf
0: got a $30 million signing bonus for a three-year extension and plays wide receiver, not left tackle. Um, we have some retirements. Brad, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you for three words on each of these players' careers. So we're going to start with Ryan Kerrigan.
1: Drastically
0: underrated lineman. <laughs> nice, like it. Uh, Derek, well, are you just going to say the same? Derek Wolf? <laughs> don't really know <laughs> oh, shame um chris carson bad neck man and kj Wright. you mean kendall <laughs> no, 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 just KJ. <laughs> but nice um yeah the three of those kerrigan wolf and kj right kind of did it in terms of it being their time um chris carson as brad alluded to unfortunately couldn't come back from the neck injury wait did i just get year. you with that I, I think i just got you to call him kendall <laughs> did i did I <laughs> yes. you have to listen back and edit it in just in case i did that.
1: oh wonderful <laughs> if my head just took a second to process go
0: he didn't say kj did he did he said <laughs> be great if I did say KJ now anyway <laughs> yeah he said KJ right so I don't know what the hell I was hearing other than I guess what I wanted to hear um, the next item here is that Chase Young is set to miss a little bit of time quoting Ron Rivera um, in regular season after returning from his ACL injury uh, just something to keep in mind considering he's a former number one overall pick and people um, think it's something... the
1: second coming of JJ Watt or other. We don't
0: need to talk about that. It's yeah. fine. We, look, we don't have to harp on about how I'm right all of the time. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where he goes and breaks the sack record this year <laughs> um, in less
1: games than TJ Watt. The oh, yes. oh, ah, yeah. the deliciousness uh, of yeah. that uh, yeah. of that scenario. <laughs> or oh. Oh, I can taste it. It's succulent.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. It would only be made slightly better for me that he would highly likely a lot of them would have come against the Giants. That's the <laughs> only way that would feel even slightly good. No, it's fine.
1: Um, We're already having our O Lyman currently missed OTAs with heat-related issues. We're going to be fine all season. <laughs>
0: And finally, something that we riffed on for about 20 minutes last week and then before we even managed to release the episode it was basically recounted but the cards have removed the independent study clause from Kyla Murray's contract. Um, This was as bad as it could have looked for both the Cardinals and Kyla Murray. Um, Kyla Murray called a press conference where he basically said I wouldn't have won everything that I have if it wasn't for how good I am at studying um, which is an interesting way to try and be a team leader. Um, And then the cards went ahead and removed it saying that they didn't intend for the way that it had been kind of uh, inferred or or whatever, which is like, how could you tell a guy he has to study independently for four hours a week and not imply that he wasn't studying enough? The, The whole thing stank. It was botched from the beginning and everybody is worse off for it other than Kyler Murray now because <laughs> now he can go and play the new Call of Duty or Minecraft so, or whatever. The well,
1: he can't. That's the thing. Well, he might be able to but he might not be able to. You see, Tom, things went from uh, slightly bad to slightly worse because Kyler Murray has COVID so he's now missing uh, a few days of OTAs but uh, he also was going to be limited in OTAs because he has a wrist issue. Uh, so if Kyler murray is booting up the old uh xbox or, or playstation or you know, a pc he uh will need to be careful uh maybe he's hit hit it hard over the off season, had some tendonitis we don't know but he's things got slightly worse for Kyler, he's not making his return uh to the cardinals just yet as a result um and also we are, and the kick is good. That does extend to punters. We would be remiss, Tom, uh, if you were not to mention Patriots <laughs> punter Jake Bailey uh, reaching an agreement on a four year, $13.5 million contract that includes around about $6.5 million fully guaranteed and runs through the 2025 season. Sorry, He's now did, did you one not get League's the note in the chat that we were punters. going to record
0: a special for this?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't realise you were going to go fully in-depth on the, the impact this has.
0: We, we, we were going to do a full hour episode on the punter extension, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I guess you've covered it now, so we don't have to.
1: Oh, uh, sorry, listeners. I've, I've, stolen, <laughs> I've stolen your joy from you. Just you wait until Chris Boswell gets his extension later this summer. Woo, boy. <laughs> I mean, how much is that going to be? What, 2 million? 3 million? <laughs> for a subpar eee. kicker?
0: <laughs> is there anything else before we close it down for the week? Well, breaking news. Um, you can edit this in when I said we would do an hour-long special on the Chris Boswell um, extension because about 20 minutes after we finished recording... Uh, we have a Chris Boswell extension he has signed a 4 year 20 million dollar extension that includes 12.5 million dollars guaranteed uh, he ties Justin Tucker as the highest paid kicker in NFL history money I argue that is well spent purely because of where he has to kick um, not necessarily the longest leg but one of the most reliable and clutch kickers in the league and if they're going to win all the 8 games where does he have to games, kick? <laughs> um, Oh, for Acreshaw Stadium, get in <laughs> I had to I had to wait a second, but I got there. Um yes.
1: Are you sure it's AcroSure? Uh
0: no, but I am Acri that is Across. <laughs> um, anyway, anything you want to add um on this one, or do you just want to edit in column's absolutely baffling take that Chris Boswell is like eighth among kickers in the league?
1: Well, I think we can all agree that um, that this is a significant <laughs> overpay. Um, for what is one of the more middling kickers um, you like to say "Oh, it's hard to kick at Accra Shore Stadium Field the the place formerly known as Hines but the reality is it's hard to kick anywhere in the National Football League and I think that Chris Boswell congrats for getting paid um, and yet once again uh, a Steelers player has hoodwinked uh, the front office now that Kevin Colbert is gone uh, they are getting <laughs> players paid whether they should be or not because uh, was it Fitzpatrick got overpaid earlier on this year <laughs> um, absolutely what the hell did Juju do to not <laughs> get <laughs> overpaid by this, by this team what, I'll, what I'll agree the with you Brad, got, other than only him? if
0: it means I get to play this drop <laughs> 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 Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled appointment. Uh,
1: we'll make an adjustment should Goodell uh, yeah. announce yeah. anything in the next three yeah, days. This
0: definitely won't go up the way it was recorded, I'll tell you that. We'll add an amendment.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, this will go up. Uh, as long as you send this to me tonight, this will go up. Uh, listeners, that's Monday. Uh, Tom usually sends it by Friday after three that's messages. True chasing except Uh, (laughs) last
0: week when I sent it on the night we recorded it (laughs) until Sunday don't think I wasn't checking
1: yeah because I kind of didn't edit it until Saturday edited it and then kept forgetting to put it up (laughs) I woke up from a uh, I think I woke up post nap after England won the Euros or something and realised oh shit I need to put the (laughs) I need to put the
0: podcast up we are a well-oiled machine of efficiency and professionalism. It's the and that, season
1: and I'm on. <laughs> I will say
0: thank you very much for listening to this episode of the And The Kick Is Good podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at The Kick Is Up. But until next week, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. Editing column saying I love you here. Love you.